Before we get to the episode today, I want to thank our sponsor, Surf Prep Sanding. Whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders, dust extractors, or abrasives, Surf Prep has what you need to take your project to the next level. I've been using Surf Prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products. The amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. Thank you to Surf Prep and our patrons for sponsoring this episode. As always, I'll give a shout out to our top tier patrons at the end of the episode. If you want to get in on that Maker Lounge Podcast community action, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. They drop on YouTube on Thursdays, so a little bit earlier than if you're listening to them on your podcast streaming service. Welcome to The Lounge. I'm Matt with Voltler Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast, where every Friday we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking shop with each other. There aren't many people that can make Baltic Birch make me feel the way that I do when I see his projects. Not only can he make wood melt, his signature style on patterned plywood will make you question everything you ever thought about plywood. Some of his most popular videos include a melting table, Murphy bar, and unique patterned plywood projects. With over 500,000 YouTube subscribers, congrats by the way, and a dozen Thanks. of maker collabs under his belt, Michael Alm. Thanks for joining I'm- me. Happy to be here. Thanks for thanks for inviting me, Matt. <laughs> the, the the music dropped out a little bit early on me on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it got real I went quiet. Long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> I got to narrow down my long-winded intros. Yeah, it gave me a lot of accolades in that one. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we like to let people know what what is in store for the episode, and I, I do a little bit of research. Some people are easy to research. Like you are fairly easy to to go back and you know I've been following you for a while, so I'm I'm familiar with what you're doing. Nice. But uh, for the for the people who aren't uh, following you, which they should be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what is what is Alm Fab and and Michael Alm in in a nutshell? Um. Yeah. So I'm a woodworking YouTuber, which I've started actually introducing myself as that to nice. strangers now. <laughs> like what do you do uh, for a living <laughs> yeah woodworking youtuber and yeah. then people are like really and they're That's and i'm like thing. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i i, I produce uh, about a, a video one to two videos a month on the channel um and uh, like you said a big part of what I do is pattern plywood. Um, that's something that I've uh, popularized. I don't know if I can claim to invent anything in woodworking, but um, I definitely <laughs> plenty, people, ex- plenty of people do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely expanded it uh, well beyond what I'd seen before, and um, and so that's where you take uh, Baltic birch plywood, preferably or nicely laminated multiply, and um, and you cut it apart into a whole bunch of different shapes, and then you glue it back together, and you end up with various patterns. Um, and it's kind of a, an endless thing that every mm-hmm. time I get a chance to, to experiment with it, I, I learn something new. So share that on the channel. I also do a lot of build videos. Um, I do, uh, furniture builds, as you mentioned, like the Murphy bar, I seem to have a thing for like convertible furniture, <laughs> small space living kind of things. I built a, um, the elevator table, which is a coffee table that converts into a, a six person dining table. Awesome. Um, and then... Yeah, I'm, I had come from a sculpture background, so a lot of my pieces are pretty sculptural too. Like you mentioned, the melting table, which is um, power carved uh, curly maple that um, 
that I made look like a like a it made it look like a, a melting cake. Like, you know, yeah. you see those cakes that have like the overflow of, of chocolate. That's what I kind of yeah, based it's it like on. The, the fondant of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the fondant table. <laughs> yeah, I'm the chocolatier of woodworking. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> the chocolatier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the name basically says it all, but then, it you know, if somebody's just listening to this, you're like... Oh, I've got to go see that that melted wood table. What? What is that? <laughs> so I'll I'll try to grab a couple snapshots and put it on the YouTube uh, for yeah. people to see. Super My cool biggest stuff. regret is I made a I made a beautiful walnut version of it for a buddy of mine. Like he just commissioned me, and I was like, oh, I've already shot this video. I'm not going to shoot another one of the. <laughs> so oh no! Really dumb... It was a really dumb decision because the walnut one came out even better oh. than the first one because I learned so much from making the first one. The right. second one was like worlds better. Um, yeah. Dang, yeah. I need to yeah. make a third one, I think is what that means. <laughs> At a zebra wood. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that would be something else. <laughs> Very expensive. Maybe a mini, yeah. ver- a mini version. <laughs> like where you, you do the whole episode and, and it, or the whole, you know, video and it looks like it's a full built table, but then you find out it's only like 10 inches high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he- I heard a pan out. <laughs> I was talking with some people at WorkbenchCon, and they were talking about their thumbnails and uh, and how they'll like expand the size of their slabs in post in Photoshop oh, yeah. to make it look more dramatic. <laughs> yeah, and then you watch the video, you're like, hey, wait a minute, you got ripped yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, I'm Click learning bait. so much about uh, about titles and thumbnails, and you, you've you've got a <laughs> you've got a great uh, page. If you look at your YouTube page, you got a, a you know, it seems like a a good direction on what you're doing there thanks which yeah that's part of your success i think is getting the eyeballs i mean thumbnails don't hurt i i put a lot of energy into them i have fun with them it's a chance for me to really photograph what i'm making in a in a dramatic way um Mm -hmm. and i've i've leaned pretty hard into it in the last (laughs) few um the last few thumbnails my most recent one is uh yeah I, i used like um a lot of lighting uh i don't know it, it gives me a chance to actually um it's just another kind of venue for creativity and mm-hmm. if you can create like i try and make thumbnails where if somebody sees that there's no mistaking that it's an all that thumbnail i'm not trying to mimic anybody else i'm just trying to create my own style yeah 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 and there, there's people who you look at their channels and, and then you're like okay subscriber count amazing then you scroll down their page and it's a consistent pattern it's like oh okay that's you know when you go to that person's page like there's consistency across all the videos um, yeah how have you kind of evolved over the last uh few years well actually so started you started the channel how long how long ago uh i started it in january of 2017 okay so i think it's six years Okay. Um, a little more, a little over six years. Yeah. Um, I'm not great at math, but the <laughs> me either. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say it's a, yeah. a little over six years. Yeah. I uh, yeah. So I started the channel um, with like a, I just made a tripod handle um, because that was my excuse for not making videos because <laughs> my right. tripod was broken and so yeah. I filmed it on my phone and uh, and then the next video I, I filmed with a with a better camera. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the first 10 videos are kind of garbage. 
um, but I was learning and right. um, yeah, every video I added something else in, like um, I, you know, started by adding in the better camera and then I added in music and then I like, I just was learning to edit and, mm-hmm. um, and gradually I built up to doing voiceovers, which uh, became, that was like a sea change on my channel was when I started actually talking about what I was doing as opposed <laughs> to just like be like you figure it out yeah well uh, the, the yeah. Murphy bar was uh no no voiceover right yeah it falls in that like early stages I think it's maybe even a year before I started doing voiceovers it that's a really early one which I think is I've actually thought about re-editing it and mm. doing like a director's cut or like <laughs> Michael in the future yeah I may just I may just build another one because um that would be really uh fun yeah. to to revisit and uh we could use one in our house so <laughs> mm. yeah because that was yeah. a commission build right yeah that was that was built for my buddy who who also he helps me with um with editing and uh and he he's the one that helps me shoot my final shots mm. um he comes in here and like he, he shows me all the tricks to lighting things really cool and yeah um we're super good friends so he that was a commission that was it was a commission trade in trade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz cuz he yeah, he paid off uh paid it off in in like editing and yeah. and assistance. So, yeah. Is he the same guy that came with the camera for the uh the hand plane stuff that he's <laughs> been doing recently? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh he he was the one. He's like, "We're going to if we've got extra time, Michael, let's uh let's strap your camera to to your hand plate." And I'm like, "Really? <laughs> Tell me like, more." Sure. Sure, why not? We'll yeah. give it a go. And I I haven't posted that footage yet. I'll post it soon, but it's it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the stuff on on Instagram, but I'm when I first saw the setup, I was like, "I wonder how this is going to look. Like is it is it going to look like it's planing or is it going to just look like it's floating or like it's dubbed over or it, whatever?" It looked way better than I expected because you could feel like it was really awkward to try and push through and like because yeah. the grip, most of like the thing that we used, I can't remember. It's the it's like a magic arm gripper thing. I can't remember the actual term for it, but the thing that we used was like gripped a onto the Frodo thing. Yeah, it's a Manfrotto part, um, yeah. and it was gripped onto the handle. So I had to grip onto the the that gripper mm. and uh, and try and push the hand plane through, which is <laughs> like super awkward. Um, but lots yeah, of wax. <laughs> lots of wax. Yeah, people people kept telling me to use the wax in the comments, and I was like, I, I coated the thing in wax, but it's just like, I, uh, yeah. yeah, sponsored it's kinda, by Carbon it's Method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that stuff. I, I I'm gonna be getting some here soon because uh, all the shots that everybody's posting, it looks makes your table saw into like a hockey puck or like a hockey ice hockey thing. Yeah, I've seen a couple. I think I saw Mark Spagnolo's video on that, and it's yeah. yeah, it looks it looks like crazy stuff. Yeah. So uh, going back to your your visual style and your um, you you were doing sculptures and stuff before. Um, so yeah. You have you had some stuff that were like in galleries and and whatnot. Yeah, I actually weirdly have a an art show coming up. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, perfect. It's gonna be in June, so I don't know. I'm imagining this will come out before June. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm... depends how long that edit takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I studied art in in college. I studied sculpture and um and I kept a steady art career um in galleries up until yeah, well through the time that it, basically up until the pandemic, up until mm. 2020. And uh and 
so uh, yeah, I've been showing in galleries a show. I've shown my sculptures and some painting work uh, over the years, and uh, most of my sculptures, the ones that I'm kind of known for, are these uh, animal anatomy studies out of wood. So they're like um, cross sections, and um, it, it like there's carved elements, and then there's I use veneers like muscle fiber. Um, it's sort of like one of those um, inside out uh diagrams that you would see like at a doctor's office where it's like you know this is you know how an eyeball works but Mm -hmm. it's like more uh animal animal like um physiology so bones and muscles and um and so i i was uh you know big natural history nerd as a kid growing Mm -hmm. up and went to a bunch of natural history museums so it was kind of me um just like (laughs) <laughs> uh you know what i was inspired by so yeah um I, I i figured out ways of of wet bending thin strips of wood to form these muscle fibers and built a whole series out of it so you're the you're the wood you're the chocolatier of wood and you're also the taxidermist of wood <laughs> yeah yeah actually that's a good i yeah taxidermist wood of wood. <laughs> yep that's pretty much what i do yeah yeah yeah, they're, they're really cool so yeah i guess you just did you like hunt and stuff like that or did you ever have a fascination no, with animals and i just am i've always liked animals always liked um sort of uh comparative anatomy and and understanding how animals evolved you know yeah. reading books about uh, you know i love those um animal doc- documentaries you oh, know yeah, yeah. Um, national uh, geographic type stuff yeah, yeah i grew up watching those so uh i just uh f- found it really inspirational to you know i used to draw a lot of animals in college and so i ended up um you know, seeing if I could adapt that to sculptures, which was super fun. Yeah. And I'm hoping to get back to, um, in the not too distant. Yeah. When was the last time you did one of those? Uh, I was trying to figure that out. I think it was like, uh, 2019 was probably the last time I built a full sculpture and, um, I didn't, I don't think I did it on YouTube. I've done, maybe I did a couple wings. Uh, I do these veneer wing pieces that, uh, I have a couple of YouTube videos on mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I was, I actually, my YouTube channel was built with the idea that it would be like an art YouTube, not a woodworking YouTube. Right. But, um, I found that especially in the early days in 2017, SEO content was big and, you know, the only way I could get anyone to look at my videos was if I made a piece of furniture, not <laughs> right. if I made a piece of art. Yeah. That's developed a lot since then. Like, oh man, the, the art YouTube world is huge now. I mean, people like Bobby Duke and, um, uh, and, um, uh, Blake Mc, McFarlane. Blake McFarlane. Uh, yeah. BM sculptures. Yeah he's, yeah. yeah. he's amazing. And he's been doing, uh, incredibly well, mm-hmm. uh, with his sculptures and, and we have a lot in common with like <laughs> yeah. our interests. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I met him before, before he was, uh, making YouTube videos. We just connected online. Someone, oh, wow. friend of his was, was, you know, just like, you should see Michael's art. And so we connected over art and, um, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. You're, you're kind of a mix of, uh, Nick Sawyer and, uh, what Sawyer design, um, mm, who does yeah. a lo- lot of like, uh, curvature and stuff like that in his, in his builds. Very his stuff's uh, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Blake, you know, where you have that, that stuff in common, very, um, unique style, uh, which is, you know, one of the main reasons why I wanted you on here, not to just talk about patterned plywood and stuff like that, which you're very <laughs> we well can known talk about for. that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to it for sure. Cause I'm sure people are intrigued, um, on how, how you come up with 
different designs and how do you like how do you level up on your previous build with pattern plywood i mean i feel like it's so i say this over and over again but i feel like pattern plywood is so vast that mm. um i'm not really concerned about outdoing it i'm more concerned about not being able to find baltic birch than i am about uh <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. not coming up with some new designs yeah um so i yeah i'm i just got a lathe in my shop so that opens a whole another world mm. of um pattern plywood options uh, i've been wanting to turn it for a really long time i know i've done a little bit of carving of it and it's really cool to see the patterns warp with oh, the yeah. carving and that's something that i really want to try uh some more of um and adding veneers into it is something that I touched on. Um, mm -hmm. and then I built the bowl, uh, the segmented bowl. Right. And I, I, and that is, uh, you know, took it to a whole nother level. So I, I've got some thicker colored veneers here that I got from Grow rocket that I really want to test out. Um, it's just, it's endless. And, right. um, and I, I think it's really cool cause there's like a little community that's grown up around pattern plywood. There's a lot of people out there making odds and ends and, uh, experimenting with it. I am learning a lot from what, what they're experimenting with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I chatted with you about uh, miles and seeing some of the stuff that miles is doing and, yeah. you know, and being so young, what is he like 18, 19, something like that. <laughs> something like that. I'm he's like, a freshman in college. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, this, this kid's going to go somewhere, you know, he's, oh, he's not absolutely. living midlife crisis like me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's, his skill levels are just insane. Yeah. I, I just, I'm always, and from, from early on, I met him at, and, uh, at Maker Fair, probably like 20, 2018 or something like that. Mm. Um, and he, you know, he, he was like a middle school or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like half the height he is now. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he was still like, he was already making cool stuff. Um, yeah. so it's, it's really cool to see his growth and, and you know, like, ha, um, we, we talk pretty often and, uh, you know, we just have really similar interests and yeah. he's an incredible draftsman and he's like, you know, incredible woodworker. I, I can't even imagine what he's going to end up doing. Yeah. Editing and stuff like that. Uh, it, oh, yeah. when, when you and I make a video a month apart, uh, we look exactly the same when he makes a video a month apart. You're like, Oh, this is a new, a new kid on his channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're like you and I, we forget, Oh shoot, I got to shoot that B roll. And it's, you know, three, four, three, four weeks later, that's no problem. You know, but <laughs> when your hair is yeah. growing out and <laughs> you know, you have a mustache all of a sudden and the next shot <laughs> makes it a little harder. <laughs> so you're, yeah. you're doing stuff with uh, like colored veneers and, and trying to, incorporate more color in your design yeah I, th I think the one thing with pattern plywood is that it kind of um it can get lost at a distance uh it almost starts to look like a like a uh it starts to look like a texture rather than a pattern mm. when you when you step away from it and uh the nice thing about the the colored like darker veneers is that it it gives it some some contrast mm -hmm. which is fantastic um, uh, and it really allows you, cause I've had trouble photographing it for thumbnails. It's really hard for it oh, to show up yeah. like the, the tambour cabinet that I did where it's pattern plywood tambour, mm -hmm. like contrast 100%, you know, you just bump it up right. because other, otherwise you don't see it. It, um, it doesn't photograph. You see it in person mm -hmm. and it actually has that like chatoyance. It, uh, it glows in the light and, and changes color, which it's hard to see and you have to write that you word know, down. You, 
Shatoyance. Yeah, Shatoyance. That's, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, $100 word that's... right there. <laughs> I was going to say 500 but I'll give you 100 <laughs> mm. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, trying to trying to capture some of that stuff that I, I know it's got to just look amazing in person. It looks good on, on video, but it's hard to capture like like when you do a, a huge cabinet, tambour cabinet or something like that. It's hard to capture the scale of something like that, especially if you're trying to fit it in a thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah, no, the thumbnail is so hard. It's the same issue that I had with my sculptures is that it's like hard to capture a sculpture in one image. And yeah. as an artist, I'm trying to promote myself by like one, by like flat images. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's just why video is a better medium and why so many creators are going to video because a still image just doesn't, it, it doesn't read um, yeah. the way that you want it to. Yeah. I, I do like the fact that like when you're hovering over a video now, it just, it starts auto playing. So you have yeah. like a few extra seconds to, to capture somebody. Um, I'm, which I'm, can also I'm wondering you. when, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm wondering when they're going to go to just like, you know, um, the animated thumbnails. Maybe that'd be too annoying to see oh, yeah. all the animations. TikTok kind of does that where, you know, you'll see person like move slightly. Yeah. yeah it's the boomerang effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if it catches you in the wrong spot, it just it looks very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you you started doing a couple different um, pattern plywood projects, and then it kind of took you out of the sculpture stuff for a little bit, and then you started doing videos that people were resonating with, right? Which is, is would be my guess is you're you're kind of yeah. reading the comments and then trying to shift your your channel around that kind of stuff but you're also doing commission builds at the time yeah yeah i started off doing a lot of commission builds uh like i mean the murphy bar was technically a commission build but i also did a murphy bed which um is one of the top videos on my channel surprise which surprised me shocked mm. shocked me um i did that at the start of the band pandemic mm. it was like a um it was a client that asked me to do it before we knew about COVID. Mm -hmm. And then we waited several months to learn more. We still didn't really understand COVID, but right. we were like, well, if we keep the windows and doors open and you wear a mask <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. It's a weird video because I'm wearing like an RZ mask, which is not even the right kind of mask. <laughs> yeah. But I like I didn't even know it was yeah. all it was all new. So um, uh, it's it's kind of funny to go back and rewatch that video, but uh, yeah. that was a commission. And yeah, there's a couple odds and ends commissions on my channel. I also was doing commissions in the background between videos. Like I dropped the first pattern plywood video for the, uh, it was the Rockler uh, one sheet of plywood challenge oh, yeah. um, that was put on by the Modern Maker podcast guys. And um, that was the first pattern plywood video and after that, I took a hiatus for three or four months to build my friend's kitchen. Mm. And then I came back on the channel. So there's like a, and it, it was oh, yeah. like the most popular video I'd seen. <laughs> I was like, I got to do more of this pattern plywood stuff. And then yeah. it was like, I, I'm sorry, I have a full-time job that I can't come back. And um, so for, right. fortunately, I came back to the channel and people were still willing to watch my stuff. Yeah. So, but now, now you're doing this uh, full-time, right? Yeah. 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 I, Cause during you, the pandemic, I pretty much was like no more clients and I'm just going to see how long I can go without taking a client. Right. And it's been going pretty well, I guess. Just, just yeah. crossed 500 K on, uh -huh. on YouTube. 
bad. What's um in an Instagram about what closing on on ninety hundred thousand? Ninety, yeah, yeah. That's hopefully awesome. in the next couple of weeks I'll hit ninety. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, I get the only thing about Instagram that I, you know, I started kind of realizing toward the end of the year last year was like it's it's hard to monetize anything just because of the the platform is so weird um if you click in on your on your uh link tree or whatever you've got and then sometimes the links get lost like there's no follow-through on affiliates and stuff like that that's it's a tough platform it's a it's a glitchy platform and yeah there's so much going on and um yeah i mean i my favorite part of Instagram is is stories Mm -hmm. and I just really like the interaction on there I like watching other people's stories which is probably why I like to create for stories it's so easy in the middle of the day I can just hold the camera in front of my face explain what's going on everybody gets behind the scenes right and uh you know I can ask questions I love asking questions of people um while I'm working on projects um you know the hive mind is pretty awesome Mm -hmm. and uh but I, I yeah, I mean it's it's a platform that I fall in and out of love with pretty often. Yeah. Um I was actually posting my stories for a little bit, which I was kind of enjoying. Um just being like, I'll edit my stories, make them shorter, and um and Instagram seemed to like that for a little while mm. and then um it lasted for like two months and then it's fallen off and it's <laughs> quiet again. But yeah, the algorithm I, changed. I, yeah, it just it's I I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm, uh, it's it's disheartening sometimes to be like working hard or edit a really nice video i was editing super nice videos for instagram and getting no traction and i'm like right. why am i putting this effort and energy in when like i can literally hold it in front of my face talk to it turn it into a reel right. and that does like four times better yeah um yeah i found that yeah. on on that platform whenever i dedicated more than 20 minutes on something it was not going to perform I mean, sometimes I'd spend, you know, 30, 40 (laughs) minutes and I'm like, and then, you know, traction is just piss poor. And then something that I do a quick, you know, 10 second, you know, couple shots or something like that. It's like, oh yeah. I mean, that one's a a banger. You know, this one's got hundred thousand, 200,000 views or whatever versus the one that I spent four times the (laughs) amount of time on. No, I, that's why I really like YouTube a lot more. It's it feels a little bit more um, like you're building an audience. Mm-hmm. You are building a style. Like as an artist, I really like to think about the style of my videos and you know the style of the thumbnail and sort of the energy that you feel when you're in the video and and all that. And and that feels so much more rewarding. Uh, when you put out a video, people are into it. And like, I don't mind spending a month on a video. Mm-hmm. I do that really frequently. Um, and it, you know, 30 minutes long and it, you know, it's like an episode of TV right. and, yeah. um, you know, that energy goes in and it comes back out as like, you know, positivity and growth. And, um, you know, I learned something in the process and I'm growing as a creator, but I find that, that Instagram frustrates me um more than uh inspires me yeah that's that's a problem right yeah Yeah. i uh i was posting regularly i've said this before on the podcast but i've i was posting regularly for over a year i mean basically every day and i saw tremendous growth so don't get me wrong on that and that was great but it wasn't it wasn't a ton of engagement 
like authentic en- engagement mm-hmm. and um it was it was hit or miss on you know how it was going to perform it's not like on youtube when you have a good title and thumbnail you're pretty much as long as you've got that hook and you know you follow the steps the prescription of youtube it it should show up right like yeah i mean it you, there's more i guess what i'm saying is there's more uh your your probability of failure is less if you're following all the right steps yes it's harder yes i oh, think 100 <laughs> as as a as a medium it's a lot harder yeah um it re- requires a lot more effort but if if you do I mean, not to say that there's a formula, perfect formula to YouTube. I think mm-hmm. the perfect formula to YouTube is like being authentic, being yourself and pacing well, mm-hmm. like keeping people engaged um, in whatever capacity that, that means for your channel, because some channels are really relaxing and slow and other channels are super fast paced and there's no quiet moment in them and those can both work, but it is right. about sort of, yeah, it's it takes a lot of um, like discipline to be successful on YouTube, but it is, uh, there is, there are things that you can learn to improve and there's very practical advice. Whereas I feel like on Instagram, I don't know what (laughs) um, strategic advice I'd have for anyone. Like I was, I told people at WorkbenchCon what I was doing because my, my subscriber base doubled in the last three months. Oh, wow which is crazy. I've yeah. never, I haven't seen that much growth in two years yeah. or ever. Maybe I haven't seen that much growth ever, mm-hmm. obviously. And, um, my only thing was I was posting stories as reels. I was posting more often. And then I had a couple odds and ends videos get millions of views. I don't know why. Right. I don't know why those were the ones. Um, I tried to replicate them as you do. Right. And you know, it doesn't, doesn't really, you know, um, so yeah. it's, it, it's frustrating. Like, like, I feel like YouTube, you can, you can hit on something like I was, uh, you know, my, when I saw Powder and Plywood, I kept going for it. And that's like a genuine, I, 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 I like, this is a thing that I'm mm-hmm. enjoying and I can relay how much I'm enjoying it to the audience and I can tell a story about it and I can grow that story over multiple episodes and people are into it, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that on Instagram as much. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, you, um, you have, like, you spend a lot of time on your title and thumbnail. Do, are you focused on that? that is that energy front-loaded? Are you thinking about that before you do the video? Or you... Uh, I'd like to say that I am, but I'm really not. Yeah. I, um, I keep, like, a notes app note while I'm building the project, and mm-hmm. I'll write down titles as I go. Um, but I will be honest, like most of the time I wake up the morning of the video and I'm like, oh, this one's better. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me that long. I don't build a video. I know a lot of creators I talked to at WorkbenchCon said that they, they build the video around the title and it seems like a cool way to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, you can actually like, you know, maybe come up with some, um, like an actual plan before <laughs> yeah. you start my my plan is the project yeah. and i'm You're excited about the project day. yeah yeah and so and so like it's like i'm gonna build an office i don't know what that's gonna look like and then yeah you know this it's the room i'm sitting in now but that was not like a i'm not 
I'm solving my own problems. And what I've found is that as I'm, if I'm genuinely solving my own problems, there will be other out, people out there who have the same problem. Mm -hmm. Like they need a home office. They need storage in their garage. They need a Murphy bed. They need, you know, or, you know, or it's something that people are just, you know, in, interested in how you made it right. because it's so different. And those are the kind of my two aims is I'm either solving somebody's problem or I'm creating something that you haven't necessarily seen from another creator before. Mm -hmm. um, I tend to try of try and avoid tr following too many trends um, in all of social media because I just I would rather create my own um, path. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, you're creating your own trend. I mean, if you Google uh, pattern plywood, you're gonna your pictures are sure to show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Good luck stealing that one from me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Like you said, there's there's nothing new, and it's not like you've cornered the market on the idea, right? But like I said, you're 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 very well known in this space. But as other people start taking on, uh, doing pattern plywood type stuff, how does that do you use that to kind of like propel you to come up with new ideas or? Well, I mean, I said that kind of flippantly to yeah. try and take that away from me. I don't really mean that. I mean, I really encourage other people to try it. I encourage people to make videos about it. Yeah. I've seen a lot of really good videos about pattern plywood from other people. Someone made it glow at one point. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, I knew you were another... joking, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I just want to be clear yeah, about that because yeah, yeah. I really don't. Yeah. My, I'm not here to own an idea yeah. i'm here to like share yeah. these ideas and that's really important to me so um it's super cool i'm uh trying to remember jesus's handle but he did a video on he was at workbench con he mm. he did a video on how to bend pattern plywood and he kerf bent pattern plywood oh, wow. and i was convinced that was impossible yeah. so um that's just so cool to see and i want people to like take it in their own shop and yeah. and and expand the medium because it's not it's right. not just like a well you're like the so jimmy duresta of of uh pattern plywood i mean you know he's he's got like <laughs> his certain like people and then people start doing stuff that kind of follow him you know but it's like an it's an homage to him right so i think yeah. you're kind of paving the way for a lot of people and i think that's really cool um that's, and it's it's great that uh, you show people how to do it you know it's not that secretive yeah, I think the gatekeeping thing or the like, this is mine thing. It just doesn't. It doesn't work in this community, and no. it's not fun. It's not fun for anybody. It's no. not fun to defend defend that stuff, and it's not fun to feel like like guilty for like river tables. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not go down that road. <laughs> that, that was so 2017. <laughs> That's so 2017. I think that was about about the right time, right? About 2017. Yeah, 2017, 2018, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny. But you, uh, so not only do you do the the woodworking stuff, but you also have a, a metalworking shop. I think that we don't get to see a lot of, right? Yeah, it doesn't get a lot of use. I do have a metalworking shop. I most of my sculptures in college were out of steel, um, and I love working in steel. Um, but I just I don't like I'm not a craftsman in steel like I am in wood because yeah. I just haven't had. I enjoyed it in college. I know how to weld. I really like playing around with it. I'm not well s set up. Mm. Um, it's like it's a good enough to do furniture legs when I need to. The melting table has steel legs. Yeah. Um, and I did some brazing. I did a, a light fixture. The pattern plywood uh, light fixture has has brazed uh, br brass 
um, that is, uh, was really fun. And that was great to have the metal shop. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually going to downsize the metal shop a little bit. Ashley and I have been, uh, doing a lot of ceramics. We just got a throwing wheel. Oh, wow. Um, and so I'm really, we're enjoy. That's not going to be on YouTube ever. <laughs> um, that's just something for Narrator. us to it enjoy. It yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, there's you got to save something for yourself, yeah. or you can just you have to have chill a hobby, and not right? not have to. I mean, I can't imagine the people who do ceramics, uh, like on Instagram or YouTube. Like, how do you move the camera when your hands are covered right. in in water and clay? Like, yeah. people say like sawdust is bad. I can't imagine like. <laughs> Your hands covered in slip. What was it? Was it Bodyguard or, or Goat? Something one of that movie where the the hands slip around. You have to at least do one of those shots. Oh, ghost. Ashley. Yeah, Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is. It's not going on YouTube. No matter. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, my challenge has has not been accepted. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, so speaking of of different things, if if you were to pivot something on your channel, what what, what would it be toward? I think the sculpture, I really, yeah. I would love to see that. And I've joked around that when I like go into YouTube retirement, it'll just all be sculpture and art. Yeah. Um, I, I think it'd be a fun switch. I think I don't, I don't see that happening anytime. I see like a, a video or two happening, mm -hmm. um, hopefully in the next year or so. I keep saying that I keep pushing it out. That's the, <laughs> it's. The problem is that there's so much more time consuming. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think people realize the, like, just like the dry times alone for the sculptures. Mm. I used the way that I would make them back in the day is I would glue like six or seven strips on, pin them down, and then come back the next morning and, and glue six or seven strips on and slowly build it up and i really enjoyed that process i'd have multiple going at the same time mm -hmm. um for shows and then uh you really get to think and consider the form and youtube doesn't really i mean I, it, it's like i gotta i gotta at least get a video out a month and i feel like that yeah. that pacing is not gonna work right um but i i i do wanna like um i just i just pulled out the rabbit sculpture the the jackrabbit that i made in 2014 and I'm cleaning it up. I'm building a crate for it because it's gone to the Fuller Craft Museum and just outside of Boston. Mm. And um, it's the year of the rabbit. So they're, they've got two, oh, cool. they've got a sh show that's called Langomorphs, which is the scientific rabbit. I think it's their uh, f family or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it's they're going to uh, show a whole bunch of rabbit artists. And so they found the two of my sculptures will be featured there, but it's cool to see it again mm -hmm. after this many years. And, um, I'm like, I've learned a lot. I'm a much better woodworker. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of ideas of how I can make another one and improve, improve on my, on my, uh, on my craft. Right. Yeah. How does something like that? Do, I mean, my dad enters in like for photography, um, exhibits and stuff like that. Uh, so I know that you can, you can win like awards and stuff like that. But are they also, uh -huh. um, do they pay to have it on, on the exhibit there or how does that work? Uh, I'm not getting paid to show. Um, I, I think it's, I mean, it's a pretty big deal to show in a museum. Yeah. I have been in, I think this might be my second museum show. Mm. Um, and the last one was, was local. It was here. Mm. Uh, it was at the Bellevue Fine Art Museum in Bellevue, Washington. Um, 
it's a pretty big honor to be in a museum oh, yeah, show. The, the museums will pay certain artists, um, but this is a group show and um, they are paying the cost to ship. They're paying the insurance and, um, you know, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I didn't that's even ask. Honor. I was, I was just, yeah. just, ha just happy oh, to absolutely. be in a museum. That's pretty, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the other piece, uh, yeah, is, is from a collector. And I believe that collector is the one that, that, um, they found, they met her or they were at her space or something like that. And they saw my piece. And I think that's how I got in the loop of the museum. Cause I didn't send in my stuff. I haven't been pursuing that cause I'm too busy, um, these days to, but you can like, there's definitely museums and galleries that you can submit your work to mm -hmm. and that's that's part of the the job of being an artist is constantly writing and um and and sending out you know calls for artists responding right. to them there's like a whole there used to be a website called cafe which was a terrible website but it's <laughs> like it was it was awful it was like it was designed in the 90s and they left it alone <laughs> yeah. and it's how you WordPress submitted for, it, it totally it felt like yeah. that they had like the animated like floppy disk going into oh, the wow. computer as the like load <laughs> thing like no joke wow and i, I especially yeah. for artists like you know somebody <laughs> yeah. who appreciates a, some a visual uh experience <laughs> yeah no oh man it was terrible That's i funny. spent a lot of a lot of hours on cafe just like reading through uh, calls and yeah, yeah no don't want to do that ever again <laughs> so do, do like when you do something like this do you start getting calls like commissions and and stuff like that or i'm curious what's going to end up happening yeah. like yeah i mean i have a separate website you can go to michaelalm.com and you'll find all my sculptures and everything and um you know there's a contact page on there i have a separate instagram too um for it it's its own beast but yeah, yeah. that i'm i imagine after this show I'll, I'll i'll have some people that i have to respond to and be like i'm not taking commissions yeah. i have you know but you know it's really hard to i'll sell you a rabbit if you're not <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I do. I have some stuff in the in the storage room um, that is for sale, but I, you know, it's yeah. Unless you're actively like I, promoting it or like have like pricing sheets and right. stuff like that, um, it's 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 like another job yeah. that I don't really need right now. Yeah. You're, you're busy enough. <laughs> you're, you're growing your empire on on Fab. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what I can. Yeah. So I I do want to talk about um, what's to come, uh, but. You know, I know we're kind of running a little bit later, so maybe we can save that for the after show here. Okay. If you're, if you're yeah. cool to talk about that, I think you got you have some cool stuff coming up. Oh yeah, I got lots of stuff coming up. All right, let's let's uh, uh, talk about. You want to leave a teaser? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, there's there's uh, I'm gonna be doing a pretty big remodel soon. Um, and it's going to involve a lot of woodworking, okay. which I'm really excited about. Um, people say I haven't been built furniture for a while and that's, that's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> we could leave it at that. Yeah. Nice. Well, I look forward to hearing, hearing about that. Uh, want to say thank, well, thank you to you for, for being here and we'll, we'll talk thank more you. in the, the after show. Thank you to Surprep for sponsoring this episode. And then also thank you to our rockstar patrons. All of our patrons are, are awesome. We like to give a shout out to the Rockstar patrons. We got Jimmy McAnally, Archiano Serio, Wim Design, Calvary Customs LLC, Clean Cut Woodworking, Bailey Thompson, Dave Garcia, Broken Lead Woodworks, Stark Sagoon, Sawyer Design, Kadama Design, Dylan Furniture, and Shock the Fox. 
So head over to patreon.com slash podcast if you want to hear what he's got coming up. Thanks for listening. After show. That's how easy it is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have said goodbye in the, in the end. I was just enthralled with your, uh, your outro. Oh, yeah. I probably should have let you say, say goodbye. <laughs> That's all right. I'll use you can it. add it in post. I'll have AI. Thanks, everyone. Bye.